Welcome to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you're ready to tap into your God-given strengths, discover simple success strategies, and set that dream that's buried in your soul free, this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm your host, Sherry Miter. I went from building a chimney cleaning business with my husband to ranking in the top 1% as a leader in network marketing to my true calling as a visionary strategist and coach. I'm passionate about helping others navigate the sea of business and life. If you're ready to leave the daily grind behind and discover the joy of entrepreneurship, let's untie those dock lines and set sail. We are going into uncharted territory. Welcome back to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Miter, and we're continuing our series on the Clifton Strengths 34. And today I'm welcoming back our guest, Jessica Rosario. And you may have caught her responsibility interview. And today we're going to be talking about her arranger theme. So welcome back to the show, Jessica. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me again. I absolutely love working with you, Sherry. Oh, ditto, ditto. We make great partnerships because as I was sharing in the last interview, executing is very low for me and Jessica leads with executing. So Mm -hmm. it's good to surround yourself with people who can complement your talents and strengths and help you in areas that you're, I don't like the word weaker, but you're lower in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. um, Jessica's top five are responsibility, belief, connectedness, relator, and arranger. Uh, Responsibility, belief, and arranger are all executing domains, whereas connectedness and relator are all relationship building themes. So she definitely leads with that executing. And I'm going to start by just kind of diving into what arranger, according to Clifton Strengths uh, description is, and then we'll talk about how you see it showing up in your life. So arrangers are conductors. When faced with complex situation involving many factors, people with strong arranger talents enjoy managing all of the variables, aligning and realigning them until they are sure they have arranged them in the most productive configuration possible. They are shining examples of effective flexibility, whether they are changing travel schedules at the last minute because they found a better fare or are mulling over just the right combination of people and resources to accomplish a new project. From the mundane to the complex, they are always looking for the perfect configuration. People exceptionally talented in the arranger theme can organize, but they also have a flexibility that complements this ability. They like to determine how all of the pieces and resources can be arranged for maximum productivity. Oh my gosh. I see now before I hit record, Jessica was like, yeah, this one's the one that's really like defines me. Um, Oh yeah. Talk about that to us. (laughs) It just shows up in every single thing that I do. Um, And as I I mentioned in our other interview, you know, this was really eye opening for me because I took this assessment uh, in 2015 and I didn't, you know, I, I never really went back to read it. I knew what my top five are because I've always had them like on a sticky note uh, for whenever anyone asked me, I always had them handy. And um, and when I went back and started to read through it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is totally me. Responsibility, yeah, definitely I saw things about me. 
but arranger that was like like you said you might as well just put my photo right next to it and that that's <laughs> that that is me um in in some of the ways that it shows up is usually I'm, I feel like I'm I'm like a vault of of things and ideas and I don't find myself to be the most creative um when I'm trying to be creative but when it comes to problem solving or when it comes to aligning goals or when it comes to strategizing, that's when it comes out. Um, you know, in, in, in reducing the overwhelm and, you know, taking a complex problem and breaking it up into steps so that you're able to execute, be productive. And, and one of the things that I, uh, I will say that showed up actually pretty often when I relocated from New York to Florida was almost every employer that I was at here, I would always ask, well, why do we do this this way? And they would say, well, we, we've always done it that way. We, we've done it that way for 10 years. And I'm like, well, the world has evolved in 10 years. It's time <laughs> to make some changes, right? Um, so I always drilled down to the project to, you know, to just find different solutions. We didn't have to change all of it, but we definitely needed to update it, you know, um, to just find different solutions to get to the results, whether quicker or more efficiently. Um, so I, it's, I, I absolutely love, 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 love this thing. Mm. And some of the other um, descriptions of somebody with a ranger is that they are comfortable with lots of moving parts. And they need a dynamic environment. So talk about maybe a time that you, well, let's do both. I would love to hear maybe a time that you were in that dynamic environment that had all the moving pieces that you could, you had the freedom to kind of put them together. Like maybe what you were just Mm -hmm. saying that where you came into a business and changed some things. And then maybe a time that you weren't. And how did that Mm -hmm. feel? Because that's the thing with the Clifton Strengths is that when we are able to use our talents and themes, that's mm-hmm. when we we shine. We're at our best. We have the energy. It's exciting. It's fun. It's all of that. But when we're not able to use them, that's when it's just exhausting. It's draining. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh my gosh, I can't do this anymore. That's when you have that like, oh, it's Monday. Mm-hmm. Oh, yay, it's mm-hmm. Friday, you know. So... <laughs> Are there a couple of scenarios that you can think of where you did work in that you were able to shine in your arranger and a time when you weren't? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I will tell you um, wh- where I am now. <laughs> um, Cause 25 years in banking, a lot of it, even though it's different positions it all feels the same. And that's what led me to following my passion. But where I am right now, there is no day that is the same as any other. My world is constantly changing. I'm constantly, you know, rolling with the punches. Yes, I plan my weeks ahead, but but I would say not every week is the same. You know, Mondays, for the most part, I try to keep them low key and I don't overwhelm myself scheduling too many things on a Monday because usually, you know, as you know, stuff hits the fan every Monday. So why bother, you know, knowing that every Monday feels like this, why bother, you know, adding, adding more than what it should be. But for the most part, every single day is different. So I'm not necessarily stuck in an environment of feeling like, you know, this is more of the same. So I I love what I do now, whether it's focusing on my business or our business um, with our commercial cleaning company, there's always something that's happening. 
And uh, there's always opportunity for growth and growth comes from learning. Um, when I spent 25 years in banking, right? Um, I had done a big relocation. I relocated from New York to Florida. And when I did that, I took a step back because I couldn't find um, a leadership role. I had, I had only spent about a year and a half in my last leadership role in New York. Um, and that was, uh, when I relocated from the corporate world, I had to take a step back to, to start a new position. Um, because I had spent about a year and a half in a regional role in New York and I, I couldn't find a regional role in Florida. And I wound up taking a step back. I went in as a branch manager here and uh, for a local credit union and, you know, it was, it was good because it helped me learn um, from, from the retail side of the operations so that if there was future where I became a regional, I was able to see and feel what my team was going through, you know? It, I, so, so it was kind of like a blessing in disguise. If I probably would have came straight into a regional role, not knowing the dynamics of the branch, it probably would have been a little bit more challenging to, 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 to lead the team effectively. Um, so when I became a regional, uh, about two years into it, I would say I was promoted. And I realized that the leadership in that company, it was almost as if I was a branch manager because I was leading with my hands tied behind my back. So when you think about two years as a branch manager and then going into two years as a regional, right? It really was the equivalent of four years as a branch manager because I didn't have any autonomy. And that was really tough for me. It was really tough for me because I, I was constantly challenging the status quo. I was constantly advocating for my team and, and trying to uh, express the importance of learning. You don't, you don't do a training one year and expect them to three years later be executing at the same level as when the training was fresh in their head. So there were a lot of little components that kind of started to build up. And I was like, okay, I'm not working in my strengths. I'm not working in my strengths. I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't feel like I'm developing people. I don't feel like I'm executing in what I love. And I, it, this is more of the same every single day. It was more of the same. And, and that's when I had a wake up call and I was like, there's gotta be something else. I did not put myself through school to climb the corporate ladder to get to the third floor and hit this. I needed more. Um, and that more came from me creating it. That more came from me building my business. I couldn't wait to clock out in the evenings. You know, I couldn't wait for Fridays so that I can work my business on the weekends. I, I did a lot of community outreach. I absolutely love networking and, and the outreach side of it. Um, unfortunately, with the pandemic, that's been tough also because, you know, you can't be yourself even though now it's gotten a little bit better. Um, but that, that was a moment where I felt like I was, I was kind of like in a shell rather than being able to, you know, to, to think more outside the box and, and strategize, which is one of my, my strengths. Right. Yeah. That must've been very frustrating because of all the things that with, especially the arranger, 
like I said, you need the dynamic environment. It brings flexibility and interactivity and mm-hmm. all of those, the efficiency of it. And if you're not being listened to and able to bring that to the career, mm-hmm. that would bring a lot of, um, yeah, just zap the energy. <laughs> it zaps a life yeah. out of us when we can't use what we're, what we know we have inside of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, some of the blind spots or barriers because every theme has them. And I always like to just uncover those a little bit, see where they show up and how we handle them. So a couple of blind spots for the arranger is that they may seem too flexible and lack structure and, or they may lack a coherent vision, which my guess is you pull from your responsibility to help you overcome those things. But how could the flexibility and a lack of structure negatively affect either the team when you were in a work environment or even now how you work in your mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur? Well, I, I kind of don't have a choice than to be flexible. Um, I think for, for me, um, being that I'm, I'm also, I'm a business productivity coach, right? So, um, flexibility is important, but sometimes it hinders your productivity if you're too flexible, right? Um, so I, I always say like, don't be, don't be too hard on yourself. Um, for me, it's identify what are at least two to three wins that you need to have done that day. What are, what are your must-dos? What are some of those things that you absolutely have to have completed so that when there's other things that pop in, yes, you can be flexible and move things around. Um, what I, I will tell you at times I would have, I, I, especially in the corporate world, I would have struggled with was when there was a change in direction and we were you know, elbows deep in the work and then suddenly there was a change in direction so it almost makes you feel like being flexible and taking on more and, and doing more throughout all, you know, that, that journey was almost worthless. Like it didn't mean anything. I had no value now because now there's a change in direction. Um, so, so I, so have you heard, you know, when people do, well, let's have a meeting and let's have a meeting about that meeting. Right. That's usually normal in the corporate world. And that would drive me absolutely nuts because now I have to rearrange my schedule to discuss one small key component that can hinder the project from moving forward. Um, So so that was one of the things for me. Um, The beauty of being self-employed or being an entrepreneur or small business owner is that you have the flexibility to move things around and Yes, at times it, it, it can impact your time with your loved ones, with your family or, or whatnot. Um, but having that clear communication of what needs to get done, like there's, there's this, I have to absolutely have to do this deliverable today. And if I don't get it done, you know, I, that can impact my client. This is not a client that reports to another business that I work for. This is my client, my relationship. So I have to own it. Right. So so understanding, having that communication and yes, be flexible, but also know what are those non-negotiables and those deliverables that if you didn't complete it at nine o'clock in the morning because something happened, then there's going to be some factors that are going to 
you know, that are going to have to be shifted later on in that day, especially if there's a due date on it. Um, but, but definitely not being so hard on yourself. You know, there's, there's things that need to get done. And there's, you know, as long as you have clear communication, it, it shouldn't, it shouldn't really be a big problem. Sometimes it still is a problem, but it shouldn't be a big problem. Yeah. So I definitely hear how your other themes work in that. Like I said, the responsibility coming in there to help the arranger, you know, with the flexibility, have the flexibility, Mm -hmm. flexibility, but still Mm -hmm. be responsible to get things done. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's so interesting. As I've been doing these interviews, I have to almost chuckle because it's just shows to me how much this is your DNA because people's language even reflects their strengths or their talents and themes. You have said many times executing, you said something about relationships. And it's just, to me, it's just when I talk to somebody else about their themes, they're using their words that describe Mm -hmm. that theme. Mm -hmm. So it really is like so inside of us, how we think, how we do things. Um, So I, just love that. How else do you see your other top five working well with your arranger? Um, I would say the, the, the connectedness. I mean, the, the fact that I'm working on all of this, but I still love to build relationships. Um, you know, that's where sometimes responsibility can be good because you can delegate to other people, which shows a level of trust. Not everybody, right? But but some people feel like there's this level of trust. And, you know, they'll they'll speak about you for, for many years to come, you know, even if they don't report to you anymore because of the things that you did to them, did for them to help nurture that relationship. Um, and uh, and I, I will say too is, understanding their shoes, you know, uh, so, so we have these responsibilities. I understand I've walked your shoes before, so I completely understand where you are. Um, and then just trying to kind of get them all in sync to, to let them know that, you know, yes, I'm, I'm committed. I'm, I'm loyal to you. I believe in you. Um, let's build this relationship and let's execute. Right. Cause it almost has to end with execution. Right. Right. <laughs> let's just get it done, get it done type of person. So there was one thing that um, a boss of mine told me years ago in in New York, when I got my probably my second leadership position. And and she said, she said, Jessica, when there's nothing happening, it's up to you to make it happen. And I took that to heart for many years to come. You know, I never really waited for things to happen. I always had to I, I was always one of those people that was constantly exploring to get it done. Um, and that's where, you know, some of these, um, these strengths really shined because it kind of helped me dig deeper, right. In order to be able to, to, to execute or to build something or to, you know, to kind of give birth to something, to develop something with my own hands. Um, so, so that, I mean, my strengths pop up in almost everything that I do, but the most that I would say <laughs> was exactly me was definitely a ranger. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. 
I love all that. So a couple of little things to, co to continue to invest in your arranger talents is develop successful strategies for getting things done. Push yourself to keep adding new issues that could get in the way uh, that could get in the way of doing your work, um, which is kind of interesting because it's almost like mm -hmm. you as an arranger almost need to have a problem to solve. Do you ever feel that mm -hmm. way? Yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm always resolving a problem. Uh -huh. And it doesn't have to be a problem per se, right? It could be, you know, putting together an event, getting some of those key components that are going to make the event successful. Um, so, so I feel like I'm always in problem solving mode. Mm -hmm. um, and then learn the goals of the people with whom you work, let them know that you are aware of their goals, like perfect for a coach, right? <laughs> That's exactly what you do. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then one last one is explain that your flexibility doesn't mean that your priorities are constantly changing. Tell others that your priorities remain the same, but that you are simply looking for better ways to implement them, yeah. which is exactly what I think you were saying earlier about when you were trying to do that in a working environment. Mm -hmm. And they may not have, they were missing out if they only knew, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I hear people still talk about me in leadership. So, um, you know, that that's always a, a good thing to know. All the good stuff, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else that you would add about having a ranger and how it shows up in your life? Um, I, I think that sometimes the arranger also comes across as a disruptor. Um, someone that's constantly challenging the status quo, which I've seen myself in doing that. Um, at times, you know, an arranger doesn't need to fix it all and revamp it. An arranger can just take a look at it and maybe tweak a little bit and get it to, to where it needs to be that's more effective and, and, uh, and productive. I know a lot of leaders um, that fell in the arranger category and thought that they needed to fix it all or revamp it all. And I, I know a lot of people say, what, what is it? Um, if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? Um, I, I agree, but I slightly disagree as well because you know, something that worked 10 years ago may not necessarily be good to be working on it right now. Um, so it just needs to be updated and tweaked a little bit and not changing processes just for the sake of just changing it because it disrupts so many other people at the same time that that can also hinder, hinder your, um, your level of leadership and, and the way they see you as, uh, as a leader. Hmm. I love that. And disruptor is such a, a 2020 word. Like, isn't there a book? There's a book out there about disrupting. I think I can't think of it. Oh. I'm going to have to check it out because that might be me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't think of who it is or I just know I've read it or no, I haven't read it. I've seen it and thought about like, oh, I bet that's interesting. So definitely you'll have to read that. It's probably right yeah, up your definitely. alley. But, um, well, Jessica, thank you again for doing these, uh, having these conversations with me and to the listeners listening today, if you haven't yet, go back and listen to the session where Jessica and I dove into her responsibility. And in there, you'll hear a little bit more about what she does now, owning a business with her husband, and then also her own side business. But Jessica, if somebody wants to connect with you and find out a little bit more about what it is that you do as a productivity coach, how could they find you? 
Uh, they can find me on all social media channels, Pinterest, Instagram, LinkedIn as Jessica Rosario Consulting. Um, or they can go on my website at uh, JessRosario.com, J-E-S-S Rosario.com. Okay. And it's R-O-S-A-R-I-O. And I'll have that in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate your time and you being prepared and um, as always a fun conversation. Thank you so much for having me, Sherry. I appreciate being in your space. Thanks. Hey friends, thanks as always for listening to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. I really do appreciate your time and for you being here. And a few quick things before you do go. Number one, if you haven't yet, can you leave a review if you find these shows valuable? Reviews really do matter to iTunes and to others so that they know this episode or this podcast is worth taking the time to listen to out of the millions of podcasts out there. And you never know, I might just read your review on a future episode. Number two, make sure to hit that subscribe button so that you can be one of the first to know when a new episode downloads. And three, if you've been enjoying this series on the Clifton Strengths 34, this is a huge one. Can you take a screenshot? Post that picture on your Instagram or Facebook account. Make sure you tag me in it and let me know why you loved that episode and what you're enjoying about the series. And of course, if you've done the Clifton Strengths assessment, make sure to include your top five. And number four, and the last thing, if you take your assessment and you feel a little stuck and you're like, I don't even know what to do with this information right now, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm available on email and of course, the DMs and Facebook and Instagram. And I would love to talk you through how to really tap into your talents so you can turn them into your superpowers and your strengths. Thanks again for listening to the show.